Hey, welcome to another episode of Film with the Fam, a podcast where we talk about movies, TV shows, and if you didn't know it, planting plants. We ourselves are Gerald and Jamie. Yes, and we are two movie reviewing, TV show watching, green thumb having mm. plant growers. I don't think we have a very good green thumb. <laughs> Your <laughs> thumb is green. Is, let me yeah, tell it's wearing you. a light green. <laughs> hey, well, you know, I think it's just important to let people know. You know, you can watch movies and have plants. And let me tell you right now, mm. it's not easy. It's going to be a long-going theme I'm going to have because I think we talked about it last week because, you know, our strawberries are... Um, they seem better days, you know, I'd say that. Well, okay, so they were sprouting flowers, which yeah. is actually a good thing because that's how they are trying to make strawberries. Right. But we took them off because we wanted the roots to get more used to their environment before they start trying to use all their energy to make fruit. You know, because then they could die easily or the fruit just it just won't bear a lot of fruit. Going forward. Okay, yeah, yeah anyway. <laughs> I guess, yeah. you know, I think long story short is you can't believe everything hey. you see off the internet because... Okay, but wait, no, I think this is important because you know how excited we were when we found out, the, you know, how these work. How these plants actually produce fruits. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe I was more interested yeah, yeah, in it than you, but yes, I thought it was cool, you know, so I think it's a nice little... A little yeah. tidbit to share because it's a nice little <laughs> shop of horrors, if you will, because <laughs> right now we're just feeding those plants fertilizer, water, sunlight, love. You know, I heard you know let, letting plants listening to music and you know songs also makes them happy. I'm gonna try that. Buy a little Bluetooth speaker, play some Mozart or something. Yeah, but anyways, yeah, so this is a movie reviewing podcast. I mean, if I didn't make that clear enough by us talking about plants and all that good stuff. But yeah, um, so right now we, you know, there's not really a lot of movies coming out. So, but what is coming out is, or what's came out is the new Twilight Zone TV show. And we are going to pretty much go head first all in, you know, Talk about the TV show. It's had a new season that was released um, like two weeks ago, like um, June 25th. And um, yeah, and we basically watched everything. Like we watched the whole Twilight season one and two and, you know, it's good. Brisk. I think like 10 episodes a season and, you know, for, get, for better or worse, it's a great show. But before we get into that, we are going to just dive into some movie news. Would you like that, babe? Hmm. Yeah, let's see what you got to talk know. about this time. All right, so let's see. Are you familiar with the character Wonder Woman? Yes, I am familiar with this with this hoe. What, what about her? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, um, Wonder Woman, Diana Prince. So far, she is um, coming out with the second movie. Is she related to your boss, your former boss? <laughs> no. Uh-huh. Um, this is, um, that's, so. <clears throat> <laughs> so this is um, Wonder Woman 84. That's the second movie in the Wonder Woman franchise. And it's also connected to the Justice League Wonder Woman and Batman versus Superman Wonder Woman. So they're going with that continuity. Um, Wonder Woman 84. Are you familiar with, like, 
like the comic book Wonder Woman, like you know, like what she, her backstory and stuff. Mm. You asked me that question like I would care. Okay, I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so for the for yeah, the I was named so. after the Bionic Woman, so I mean, you know, I feel <laughs> like if we're not talking about that, give me five facts about the Bionic. I don't. Her name was Jamie. One. Her last name was Summers. Two. She was white. Three. Old. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> How is she old? Like, is she old or is her parts well, old? Well, she must be old now because this was from the 70s or something. I don't even know. So you think she's, like, rusty now? Probably, if no. she's even still alive. What part of her is bionic? <sighs> well, I would say her uniform. Her uniform so she can take it off? Yeah. Oh, so she's like, is she like an Iron Man or like a RoboCop? <laughs> I would say she's like an Iron Man. Oh my god! So she's, so anybody could be a bionic woman. No. Why? Only people named Jamie. That's fucked up. So are you about? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. So getting back to Wonder Woman. <laughs> so apparently, Wonder Woman eighty four is um. Okay, so long story short, let me give you the backstory behind Wonder Woman because you didn't even. I don't think you've seen the movie. No, no, I did it. not. I mean, it was good. It was okay. Um, so basically, in the movie Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman has a love interest named Steve Trevor. Steve Trevor is played by Christopher Pine, and um, basically in the movie that was her love interest, and he died. He blew up in a plane, like similar to Captain America, but instead of landing, landing in ice, like the plane just blew up. I don't, I don't remember why. So um, in this movie, Wonder Woman. Um, and basically in the trailer so far we've seen that Wonder Woman um, is Steve Trevor is in the movie like he is there and live like he's alive and well and nobody really knows how he's there like it hasn't been explained but according to a novel kids book novelization of the movie Wonder Woman 1984 apparently it's been the twist has been spoiled and it basically says that um, he's returned because of an artifact called the Dreamstone, and he it, it was the Dreamstone was created by the God of Lies. There's no name for the God, the God of Lies. He's just called the God of Lies, and um, it's basically giving the user one wish. But apparently, maybe in the movie, that may be how the bad guy who is paid, um, called Cheetah in the movie. Um, <clears throat> Um, may get her powers so you know according to most movies you know how like they might end is you know they gotta kill destroy the stone but you know it's gonna kill Steve Trevor again mm-hmm. yeah it's really stupid I mean it's kind of predictable maybe basically a lot unnecessary but yeah that's 1984 Wonder Woman news for you okay so that's nice to hear about Wonder Woman but I think Bionic Woman seems a little more important <laughs> right now <laughs> so apparently you know this Bionic Woman is what a cyborg so I guess she's probably more like Robocop so what part of her is cybernetic is her body she, parts which kind how many I don't know. what are we talking limbs torso cause if anything she can just be a fucking ambut- amputee with with like she's not an amputee so like so okay, she's like so maybe that's one thing about robocop because robocop's a fucking 
I don't know. To be honest, I don't know much about this show I need before to know I was what, born. I need to know what part of I need to know what part of Bionicle is bionic. Is her whole body? Because like it did. Because I feel like if you're like, oh, your arm gets cut off, and you get it replaced with like a, a robot arm, you're not a fucking robot. You know, you're just your arm. You just been. You're just a fucking amputee with a prosthetic. But I would just think you would know more about this stuff no, than not, I would not about no because Bionicle. if it's not a Marvel or DC. Well, label. in the X Men comic book. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yes, I can see. I can see that IMDb page up. Oh, okay. I see. (laughs) It's all good. So anyway, according to this, it says here that the bionic woman's name is Jamie Summers, which that's the only thing I really know. Jamie Summers? Yes. That was one of the facts you told me. Yeah. Okay. Now, in the X-Men comic books, Cyclops, real name, Scott Scott Summers. Summers. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay, see? You can see where you're going. Okay. Yep. And Jean Grey have a son called... Nathaniel Summers? Summers? Nate Summers? Hmm. Okay. A.K.A. Cable? Yes. I know this. Okay, and so Nathan Summers was infected with a disease. A techno-organic virus. Ah, there we go. Okay. Now, in order to save (laughs) their son, Cyclops and Jean Grey sent Nathan forward across time to the future, Uh which his body had been replaced with robotic parts and he became a cyborg called Cable. Yes. Like Cable, Jamie Summers has parts of her body replaced with robotic parts following uh-huh. an accident. So, uh, does that help mm. you understand the type of being <laughs> this this uh, bionic woman is? Yes, no. Because, <laughs> because it doesn't seem to me like these things are connected. It just seems like a different continuity for both of those. Mm-hmm. You know, it just seems like, right, okay, in this universe, it's going to be this. But this is like like Bionic Woman, okay, brought to you by Marvel. Like, no. Because, I mean, of course, I've never read a comic book where I heard that this no. Jamie Summers. Like, no, I heard of, they're just comparing that character to show uh, you what Bionic Woman is how she's made right so cyborg you know she her parts some of her parts are robotic parts you know so that's they're just comparing that Got to give you an idea of okay that makes sense yeah yeah okay uh, so if it was a movie I can guarantee you it'd probably be like oh coming soon and it's always gonna say coming soon like um speaking of that <clears throat> are you familiar with the titans called godzilla and or king kong why are you asking me these questions (laughs) because i kind of i gotta know because i mean this this is something i might be curious in watching well why don't you just tell me what it is and then we can just talk about it because i gotta ask if you're if you know about the two titans you don't have to ask me you can just talk about it let's hear what you have to say about this well, what I got to say about boot. this. <laughs> old boot. Yeah. Right, cute boot. Um, Come on. Godzilla versus King Kong. First off, this is a movie that was supposed to be released in November 2020. That's mm. not happening. It's actually being pushed back to May of 2021. But we may have gotten our first glimpse of the movie through a clip of a Hasbro toy that basically like, shows like a, um, a still from 
basically the movie that's coming out. I mean, they should be working on it. It should be no fucking problem because if it's all CGI, you know, they could just be working in like a studio. Like a movie could come out like any time. Like, like I don't know, but um, it's just basically saying that yeah, there's a Pete. You can basically get your first look at the movie. It's like from a toy. Like I don't know. It's not really that interesting. It just kind of just shows like Godzilla, like you know, like his hands cocked back about to punch. I mean, King Kong, like his hand cocked back about to punch Godzilla, and like so Godzilla. just all the rejects. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> what? Uh, nothing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. That's happening. I mean, yeah. So I mean, we ain't gotta worry about that until May twenty twenty one. So I'm not really. Uh, well, I can wait. Believe me. Yeah, but. I mean, are you ex? But in other in other news, are you excited about the new Chucky movie? I mean, TV show that's coming out that we've seen the trailer for. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. What do you think about that? <sighs> I'm well, seen what the trailer or just well, just the, in general, just like the idea. Oh, no, I like it. You know, because I think it's good, and I like how you know we talked about it before. You know, I like how there was a little bit more of a twist to it you know wasn't you know because what the original child's play is on is based on the doll getting possessed or whatever yeah. you know because the guy wanted to whatever but so you know and then this one it was just different you know they they portrayed the doll and like oh it's just an innocent doll but it's picking up bad behaviors you know it's almost like a child yeah. and you know it wasn't just inherently evil from the beginning but that was almost kind of the idea they wanted to give you, I think, because the guy reprogrammed it or whatever. But I think it's it's good because I would be interested to see if they use different twists in this as well. Well, yeah. uh, the only thing wrong with what you said was that Chucky trailer is going to be based off of the original Chucky, like the 1988 Chucky. Time so it's going to be a possessed. Yeah, it's gonna be that same character, the same voice actor, okay. same character, that same Chucky. But I guess, like, according to like, I don't know, like different sources, like it's um, basically a part of like this long Chucky timeline of, like, you know, that from the most recent movies of Chucky, like the Cult of Chucky and the Curse of Chucky. Mm-hmm. Like, basically, Chucky like learned how to split his soul into X amount of pieces and X amount of dolls. And basically, um, the main Chucky, you know, he got away in the end of the movie of the cult of Chucky, like with Jennifer Tilly or whatever. So basically, this is going to be a base, like a piece, like just about a random Chucky doll, but just from a different point of view. Like he knows who Andy is and stuff like that, but I guess he's like got a different plant. Like he's a, his own person. But, well, that doesn't mean there won't be a little twist in there. Yeah, maybe I'm that sure part of it might be similar, but yeah, because yeah, it's gonna be the same guy like Brad Dourif and stuff. Like, like, like I don't know. I don't think it's gonna be like Jennifer Tilly or anything like that. But you know, you kind of like just see it's gonna kind of just pick like continue that timeline, just like, like in the similar fashion of like like Michael Myers, like Halloween, and mm-hmm. what else happened? Like Star Wars and all that weird shit. But I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty. That's pretty cool. I'm looking though. forward to that. Though. Yeah, man. Like shit. But another thing, you may well, you already told me you weren't, but I'm gonna talk about it anyway. The SpongeBob <laughs> Sponge on the Run movie. <laughs> I love SpongeBob. 
Like yeah, you go to sleep. To we go to every sleep night. every night. But it was your job. idea. But I mean, you know, you're not complaining about it because I don't care. <laughs> but you know, I love SpongeBob. You like to go to sleep to SpongeBob. I don't know. It's just soothing. You know, it's like something like something comforting about. Yeah, it. you know, every line to every episode. This town ain't big enough for two. Well, you know what? That's. How I roll, you know? <laughs> like, if you ain't down with Sponge Robert, I don't know. Hey, you know? Like, hey, I'm sorry. But apparently, oh. but, um, so SpongeBob, Sponge on the Run, it has been pushed back from August 7th and is getting a Netflix and video on demand release in early 2021. And people are upset because they th- want SpongeBob to be treated with a lot more respect because it should be released in a movie theater, which would be the fucking third SpongeBob movie being released which is fucking ridiculous Mm. so yeah and i don't know it looks like shit because i don't like that cgi weird animated look like just just don't do it you know like shit they making spongebob episodes to this day you know i don't understand why they're just making movies about it it's weird and unnecessary that's what i'd say about that how much can a sponge have to talk about You can talk about how you met Gary. Starfish. That's what's gonna happen in the movie. SpongeBob is a little little sponge boy. He met Gary and was like, "Hey, what's up? Meow. Cool. I own you." Wow. <laughs> like, that sounds like the movie's gonna be very long. Yeah. I mean, maybe it might fucking have aliens or some Five shit. Minutes. I don't know. Thank you. <laughs> um, and finally, for the last piece of news, there will be a new documentary called surviving joe exotic from the very very popular documentary series tiger Tiger king King. yes and it will be released on july 25th at 10 p.m on netflix oh gosh so this is supposed to be based on that one that lady carol owns the uh the ranch tiger what was it called I i don't know like apparently it's supposed to be about like last few days before his arrest and shit and before I guess he gets it's, arrested yeah I think it's taking place before uh, yeah it said something about um featuring a 2018 interview footage film for the network's Wolves and Warriors shot a few months before he was jailed on murder for hire charges so yeah and I don't know it's basically just gonna be like you know based some other person's point of view about Joe Exotic and you know I guess shit this shit was so popular everyone wants to just see more of it so that shit was crazy yeah. i did not even expect <laughs> it to be what it was when we watched it i was oh like whoa this is, this is insane i thought it was just gonna be about you know tigers and animals they're just in you know, go to a zoo or something and you just pet them like okay no this is not oh, at all corruption like mayor or something <sighs> and that other lady carol baskin whatever yeah, a lady who's literally no different from this guy and she's killing her husband supposedly allegedly yeah and they or... think that she killed her husband fed him to the tiger i mean because she said some shit about oh if it was me i'd oil my tie i'll oil him up in olive oil and put him in a meat grinder and feed him to the tigers she was like hmm <laughs> I've heard like that case has been opened up since the documentary was released so maybe there'll be justice because some things just make no sense yeah right just disappeared huh yeah I don't know and she that. married somebody else mm-hmm. uh, oh my god <laughs> and she gets so she could wear a fucking crown full of flowers on her head <laughs> yeah she's but... 12 
She's Carol Baskin, you know. You know, she got some skeletons in her basket. Oh God, she got to shoot the basket. Um, So today we are going to be talking about the very popular show. I mean, I'm not really sure how popular it is, but it will be called The Twilight Zone, and this 2019 Jordan Peele Twilight Zone. Um, Like I said earlier, we watched the entire two seasons over the whole week, and you know, first off. I feel like we shouldn't. We should have maybe like watched like two episodes a day and called it a day. But we kind of watched like four or five episodes and fuck, yeah, like it was a lot. Like it was a lot of process. It's like fuck. I don't even know anymore. But every but honestly, but that's not taking away from what the show was because honestly, it was great. Like it was a lot of good twists. I mean, granted, like every episode wasn't great like i didn't you know it's, it's some episodes i didn't like you know like and i was like okay and some of them like they kind of hit it re- real hard on the head it's like okay the white man did it or okay people are bad or whatever the case is yeah i just noticed that with each episode it always seemed like there was more than one message going on you know it wasn't just about one specific thing there's like different different layers to it but I just always like the Twilight Zones, yeah. even the old ones, you know? <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, I mean, I did too. Like, I mean, I really didn't get into it a lot. You know, I knew of the Twilight Zone, but, like, recently, seeing how we started watching this new one, you know, I've even taken a liking to watching the old one, and it's good. Like, I don't know, I like, it, it holds up, you know, because I like those short story elements of, you know, just these standalone stories and movies where it's like, oh, this is the consequences for your actions. Oh, you want to be left alone? Now your glasses break and you can't read books and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you know, it's yeah, that's some weird shit. But uh, so how, we're going to get into it. I mean, we're just going to honestly just start by spoiling everything from it. You know, like, I don't know. Yeah, that's just what it is. I mean, we're probably not going to go through every episode and every well we'll probably will but we'll probably just glance over everything but yeah so we'll probably keep the description in the episode link probably won't but that's just what it is so we're gonna start with the episode one from season one yeah well a lot of these were just remakes of the 50s 60s yeah but i mean i feel like they were i don't know like it's a nice remake you know so episode one the comedian did you see that? I mean, I'll be honest, I didn't see that one. The comedian, yeah, I did yeah. see it. Would you, um tell me about the story, if you remember it? Well, okay, so that one from what I remember is he, this comedian, uh, basically wanted to just be good at what he did, you know, but he he wasn't. You know, he'd go up on stage, he try to tell a joke, and it just people were like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Like he just wasn't yeah. funny, and so he just went, you know, he saw some famous comedian at a bar or whatever and he just like oh man if i could just be like you and be good and all this other shit so basically he just kind of sold his soul or whatever you know to to be good at being a a stand-up comic you know yeah and every time like he would make a joke it and let's say if he was talking to his the, the comic the guy that gave him advice right he's just like okay yeah just talk about yourself talk about like things that are personal you know and just be yourself and so whenever he would do that on stage say he t- tells a joke about his girlfriend like everybody would just disappear you know so he was telling a joke about his nephew and his nephew just disappeared like they just ceased to exist mm-hmm. 
And so basically that was kind of like the, that was the... Yeah, it was his curse. Yeah, you know, that was pretty much what he sacrificed to be funny for people to like him. Yeah. Uh, So basically everything he talked about, it disappeared? Yeah, it just stopped existing. It's like it never existed. Damn, I might watch that. I didn't see it. It was actually really good. I liked that one. That was a good one. I'm going to pause the episode and watch the whole thing. And we're back. So that was a great episode. Let me tell you what. Oh my god, yo, the twists and turns of that show was crazy. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's a good episode. It has a great message, you know, basically telling you about the, you know, what you're willing to give up to have what you want. Yeah. So ten out of ten. Ten out of ten for the entire season. Maybe yes. not. I'm being honest. Maybe well, I not. did like the first season better than yeah because where i picked up at was actually the second episode which was called nightmare at Thirty Thousand feet and this episode was crazy like i love this episode like if this was my introduction to watching twilight zone i would be like yeah i was hooked on this one so basically this one talks about um this guy who basically picks up a, a recorder that's playing a podcast first off that's stealing I don't know. Like, I, that wouldn't be me. You know, like... Well, he didn't steal. He was just listening to it. Yeah, it but, like, there. he took it... Like, he could have just minded his own business and everything would have been fine. Like, honestly, that's what I think what it was. But I guess because well, he, he had that nosy. journalistic mindset or whatever. But he um, basically um, presses play on this random podcast recorder player thingy that he's listening to. Post-COVID, you know, like... <laughs> <laughs> I mean pre-COVID or whatever you know like it's crazy and um, he is listening to this podcast telling um, him how this plane is going to crash and the pl- uh, the podcast is kind of just giving him all these weird clues about potential like bomb threats or dangerous people on the plane or you know how the pilot may be suicidal and the whole time like there's, there's this random guy who he keeps running into you know, like he and he keeps saying, "Hey, man, you know, I'm the pilot. You know, I'm good. You know, hey, how's it going? I believe you. I believe everything you're saying. You know, and the entire time, like this guy, the main character, uh, I forget his name, but this is, let's just call him. What was his name? Let me see if I can like look it up really quick. Um, his name was uh, um, a Mister Adam, maybe." Adam Scott. Adam Scott. There it is. Why not? Let's call him Adam Scott. His real name. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So basically, um, yeah. So this. His name in the show was Justin Sanderson. Shit. You just yes, it was. So basically, this um little um MP3 player recorder thing starts just narrating different ways this plane's gonna die and like in real time, you know, talking about how Justin Sanderson is like being a disruption on the plane and you know, and the, the whole time he's trying to figure out what he can he do to prevent the plane from crashing, and then at towards the end of the episode. Like he meets back up with the the random guy who keeps you know saying, "Hey man, I believe you. You know, I don't know everything about this shit. I know how to fly a plane. Blah blah blah. It sucks that you're in these handcuffs." And then the guy Justin Sanderson, you know, um, basically gives away the 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 code to the pilot deck, and he ends up being like a serial killer. Like the 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 random guy just ends up being a killer. It just like yeah. crashes the plane. Yeah, he realizes Justin realizes after that. Uh, Joe, the guy that was 
you know, kept popping up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he he realized that he actually was the one who ended up causing the plane to crash. Yeah. Ultimately, like, you know. That's definitely, but I mean, honestly, this episode was definitely my favorite, like, so far. Like, honestly, like, I mean, I mean we're going to go through the rest and I mean, maybe I can get my memory jogged. But so far, like, this was, like, number one for a while. Like, it just, this was, like, the highest of highs. So the next episode of season three is called Replay. And this was one of the episodes where I realized, hmm, this is a little heavy-handed, don't you think? You know, basically about a mom and a son who has a magic camcorder. And the mom finds out that it can rewind time and rewind certain moments in time. And they keep running into, um, every time they rewind their time, they keep running into this one officer who's like a racist. Yeah, he's a racist. Yeah, and he just you know he's no just matter profiling what profiling them. Yeah, no matter what he's like. Oh man, I'm gonna make sure I you take I harass you guys because you're black and all this other stuff. Like, and it was like super heavy handed, and I was just like, and the whole time I'm just like, really like they that's there's no other way this thing could have been avoided. Like, are you sure? Like. You know, and then, like, for, like... Well, I think that was kind of the whole point of that particular episode, is that it was just... It was showing that no matter what she did, she was going to face that same circumstance no matter how she tried to change it. You know, she tried to be nice to the officer. Oh, hey, let me buy you a piece of pie. You know, oh, hey, how you doing? My name is so-and-so. And, you know, she just tried different things. And whatever she tried, she just realized that she was going to come back to that same place in that situation with that cop. You know, he was it wasn't like nothing that she did was going to change who he was. That's really, I feel like, one of the messages in that particular episode. Yeah, and then like towards the end where it was real Black Lives Matter, you know, and hey, no no shade or anything like that. But I was like... This is, yeah, we, I get we it, you know, like, I, 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 you know, I get it, you know, hey, BLM, you know, all day, you know, but I'm just like, whew, this was, this was an episode that was like, I think it, the execution could have been a little better, so, two out of ten, I don't know, fuck it, I don't care, um, so, the next episode, it was an episode where I was like, okay, I get it, this is a little crazy, but I get it. I feel like I need to watch it again, but I probably will never watch this episode again. But this one's called The Traveler. Um, you know about this one? Yes, I remember that one. The guy with the really the, nice the, suit in the jail cell. Yeah, the alien guy from another place, and he just, yeah. Yeah, that's another one with a little heavy hand of the message, basically saying, don't believe liars. You know, like in, in in so little words, you know, it's just like, oh, hey, you know, I'm a I'm a traveler. You know, how'd you get into the jail cell? Oh, man, I just I just I was just here, you know, like I'm like, you know, it's just so many things. I was like, he was just I don't know. I was just like, oh, my God, you know, it was it, to me. I didn't I didn't like it that much, to be honest. Um, I mean, it was it was still good, you know, like, I mean, it, it had a good story plot, but I just didn't like it. Like, I don't know. Was it for me? You? Um, okay, so, well, you know, I get some of them are a little bit, I would say, maybe eccentric. It's like, okay, yeah, you know, they could have, I guess, shown it in a different type of way. But I always like the underlying messages, you know, with these, you know, like there's just always some type of, you know, something there. There's a, there's a meaning behind it. And I think sometimes if you, uh, 
I don't know, look at it in a different perspective. You kind of see a little bit more, you know, because it's like, I don't know, I just, I think with this particular one, I just liked how it was, he just was this mysterious guy who just kind of came out of nowhere. And everyone loved and, him. Yeah, everyone loved him except for, you know, maybe the, the girl, the cop or whatever. She was real suspect of him, but... And had every right to be suspect of him. Well, yeah, because he was clearly, you know, some alien guy. <laughs> but, you know, but I like how it was like, hey, I know what's going on. Like, you can lie or you can try to hide this shit, but I know the truth. And I know what's going on. And, you know, just again, just one of those things where it's like the message there is, is just... Yeah, I mean, you can try to hide from certain things and because however you want to view that, you know, some people could view it as, oh, maybe that guy represents God. Maybe that guy represents, uh, you know, some higher power or whatever it is. You know, if you kind of look at it from all those different perspectives, you can see that it's all kind of comes down to the same thing. It all funnels down to the same, same thing. So I liked it, um, but no, I wouldn't say it was one of my favorites. You know, I definitely, so far of all the ones that we went over, I would say like the first, the comedian one was probably one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. And then I would say the, the Justin Sanderson, Adam Scott one is, is good <laughs> too. Yeah, I mean, the next, okay, for sure. But this next episode is probably definitely my second favorite because I just love how ridiculous this one was. The, uh, the Wonderkin, the Wonderkin. Wonderkin. Wonderkind. Every time I heard it, I, I would always listen to it as the Wonder Kid. Wonderkind. I was like, yeah. this is a fucking. I was like, wow, the Wonder Kid, really? Damn. Okay. I, so basically, this is about a story of. It's real close to what's happening in reality, to be honest. Because it's like, okay, let's fucking make a child the president, like for real. Like, let's fucking do this shit. And like, it's about this guy, this um advisor, who's um. <clears throat> super you know like it starts out like this guy in a hospital and you don't really know how he got there but then it keeps flashing back to like you know him basically filling out what happened and basically he was like some kind of a presidential advisor who was like super good at predicting projections and shit like that yeah, and for elections yeah and yeah. you know and then he basically lands on tough luck i mean bad in bad times and then he sees an ad like a like a news clip of an ad of a kid basically doing like a youtube video saying I want to be president. If I'm president, there's not going to be no war because we're going to have skateboards and video games. Don't even, free ice cream for everyone. And <laughs> all the fucking time. Don't even stress shit. Yeah. And um, in this, you know, this advisor, you know, the 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 leader, the lead of the show, just says, "Okay, fuck it. I'm gonna make this guy. I'm gonna make him the president for real, for real, for real. I'm back, baby. I'm the fucking Wonder Kid. Don't even worry about shit. Wonder kind. I don't know, but guess. <laughs> but you know what? That's what it is. And you know what? I'm gonna make this kid president." And then, you know, he, eventually he does, and this kid's a fucking kid, you know, and he's like, in the, the fucking wonder kid, the wonder kind, you know, he's like, yo, I don't you think it's a little, we should do something about this? And everyone's like, yo, that's fucking treason, bro. You're not gonna fucking, you're not gonna talk about the president in front of me like this, you know, like, yo, I'm gonna fucking support the president, whatever it is, even though I may not like it, I'm gonna support it, and I'm not gonna talk about getting him down. It was just like, it's like, yeah, you, you kind of fucking created this shit, wonder kind kind <laughs> you know and, yes. and towards the end you see like basically the, it turns out the kid is just the fucking worst you know he's like a little manipulator and he's like a little asshole and he he kind of understands his position and he knows you know what he can get away with and he basically like pretends that there was like he had 
the Wonder King had a gun and then he got shot. And yeah, well, another important thing about this episode too was that he, um, the kid was like, okay, no more. He he wanted one of the things he wanted implemented was that he didn't want any more old doctors. So like, okay, <laughs> if something happens to you and you need a doctor, it's a child, right? This child don't know <laughs> shit about being a doctor, and so that's part of the the end too when when the the campaign manager guy ended up in the hospital right, as a like, kid come on man i got all day he was like yeah he fuck he's want to keep he wants to keep you alive he's something the best in the business he's like this nine-year-old kid to do surgery yeah that. so this, this nine-year-old child yeah, just whatever however like, he was like, yeah. i was just like wow <laughs> this guy is real. oh my god and he's just like yeah I'm, it was just like what surprised me about his arrogance you know he was just like yeah i'm back baby i'm gonna make this kid president because his dog got sick and guess what yeah and apparently <laughs> like the the kid lied too about that he lied that his yeah. dog was sick just so that the campaign guy would come back and help him mm-hmm. and so he just kind of used him <laughs> and then like the parents were like oh no like no man this kid's in fucking charge don't even worry about it and i don't know definitely one of my t- favorite episodes definitely would watch that again for sure yeah um this next episode i'm gonna be honest and this is where we kind of have a disconnect i went to sleep on this movie i mean this tv show episode right here the six degrees of freedom yeah, I did too. Yeah, I remember the beginning of it, and they ha- I remember the beginning of it, and then the end of it, but I don't really know the end. So we're gonna ha- play a fun game of reading the plot out loud. So the crew of the Bradbury spacecraft, led by Alexa Bandit, decided to he- Brant. <laughs> I'm gonna pretend you didn't say that. <laughs> decide to head down to the planet Mars after a nuclear war breaks out on Earth. The crew members soon turn on one another into space in spite of Brant's attempts to convince <laughs> to convince them to, get, uh, to come together under times of stress. However, the stress begins to break, devastating a fellow crew member, Catherine Langford. One crew member, Jerry Persons, goes crazy and starts rambling and being watched. The crew member didn't believe him. Later on, it seemingly killed after the attack, the air, after going out the airlock. The crew successfully landed on Mars and later revealed that Jerry had been taken away by aliens and he was correct. Aliens are monitoring the crew, trying to determine if they're worth saving through the planet and the great filter. So, yeah. I remember bits and pieces of it because I remember the beginning and they had some type of weird soundtrack that I was playing. It was like, blah, 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 blah. My name is Jerry. I'm with Mary. Mm. It's scary. Because you're too hairy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah, but it was just something, something blah, blah, blah. Aliens, yes, taking over the world. You don't believe me. Yeah, we're, we're bad. Human race is terrible. Yeah, that kind of story. Anyways, we're going down to the next episode, which is another one that I honestly didn't care for. It's called Not All Men. This so, would be episode seven of season one. Yeah, episode seven of season one. Yep, and this is where people basically starts fucking drinking beer with moon rocks and um, showing how bad men are, you know, how they're just the worst. And, you know, oh, I see that. Yeah, they're not. Men are fucking terrible. <laughs> um, yeah, and it kind of, it's kind of highlighting, you know, how basically. You know, men are quote unquote exposed to a meteor that may basically amplifies aggression and shit like that, and um, it's affecting them in such a bad way, and it's scaring all the ladies. But then, you know, one kid, you know, he has the meteor, and he start he can control the power of the aggressive male, 
And, you know, it's only because he chose not to, not because he's special or gay or whatever the case is. And that's the message that not all men are terrible, even though most of them are. Yeah, well, the majority. And then so for every one million man, men, one is good. <laughs> so, hey, good luck. All right. With that. Ain't that one in a million. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so the next episode. Some truth to that, too. Episode 8. One yep. in a million. Okay. <laughs> uh, um, episode 8, Point of Origin. Um, 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 I don't. Did I watch this? Oh, yeah. This is the one with that lady. Remember, she parked in two parking spots and she's like, oh, we'll just be in there in a minute. And then she went in with her kids, got a bunch of food, and her uh-huh. car got declined. Tell me more. Tell me more. I'm remembering this. Okay. Sh- Okay, um, she basically, no oh, one remembered who she was. When like, she was an immigrant. Yes. Ellen, this was yeah. another heavy-handed message one. When she was like, yeah, you're, you, you don't even fucking know that you're an alien, bitch. And you called the fucking cops on this lady who was your housekeeper but then someone called the cops on you and you, 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 you're, you're an alien, like you're gonna be in prison like and you don't even know that you're an immigrant you're not you don't even belong here either yeah i remember that yes that was good i liked the message it was great matter of fact no i take my whole statement back it was actually a good episode i liked it i would watch i would watch that again just knowing how i how the twist goes but yeah so long story short you know you never know who you're talking to you never know who you are so ancestry.com yeah yeah so yeah oh it was good um and i believe what is it, the last episode in this season is no no i lied so this is gonna be season nine i mean episode nine of season one called the blue scorpion long story short it's about a guy who's in love with a gun yeah i like this one explain Tell me your point of view about this. All right, so I remember this one, but let me let me uh, refresh my memory <laughs> here because uh, we watched a lot of these. All right, so this is the one where he finds his father dead, right? And um, but then they were like, "Oh, was well, this his gun?" And the son's like, "No, nah, I, I didn't have a gun, you know, whatever." Yeah. Okay, and then he basically, you know, cops. I don't know. He found out about this gun's worth like a lot of money or something. And the guy was like, oh, yeah, that gun's worth a lot, you know. And uh, that gun usually finds you. You know, you don't find it, you know. So uh, it, it's got like its own soul or some shit like that. And it oh, just, yeah. And it has a bullet with his name on it. Yeah. And every time whoever gets the gun, it's like they see a bullet with their name on it. But no one else can see it. Yeah. And it's also cool. And it's always Jeff. Right, yeah. so like the name is Jeff, and it's like he keeps running he, into people named, named Jeff. Jeff. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, okay. It's like my name's Jeff, and I ran into two, and it's like a not uncommon name or anything, but I ran into two more Jeffs like in the past three days. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, Jeff! Yeah, his wife, his, he was getting divorced. His ex-wife was also dating someone named Jeff. The lawyer was named Jeff. Yeah, the lawyer's name was Jeff, and. He so he was like, oh, it was Jeff too, like yeah, everybody's name was Jeff, and so the first, the main Jeff, <laughs> the one that found the gun, and, um, yeah, and his house he, got broken into. Yes, but he was like, oh, cool, this bullet has Jeff's name on it. Okay, yeah, my name is Jeff, but so is all these other guys. I could just go and kill 
this Jeff with it. Like, oh, I can kill my wife's uh, attorneys named Jeff. You know, I can kill her new boyfriend named Jeff. You know, because yeah, basically he, he has was, like a free pass to give up the gun and yeah. and yeah, like I don't know, I kind of like that too because it's like he's he can basically kill the person you know like that he, anybody he wants to kill and he'll be, he'll be fine with it. But I guess it's you know he doesn't want to be t- taken away from this um, gun, so he doesn't want to use the bullet because he you know and he basically gets so obsessed with the gun he starts sleeping with it and all this weird shit and you know his house gets broken into and he ends up shooting the person who broke into his house who coincidentally is also named Jeff and so I guess that kind of get frees him up to you know get rid of the gun and he realizes it's not good for him so he throws it in the ocean and little kids pick it up and, and then gun the violence bullet says the little kid's name on it now yep, so Kyle, now Kyle. they're playing around with it and pointing it at each other and yeah you know what's gonna happen next <laughs> you didn't even have to see that part. <laughs> yep, figured it out easy. Um, so the last episode of season one, episode ten, called "The Blurry Man." Actually, no, it's just called "Blurry Man." This one has um, a bunch of celebrities in it, and it's one of the f- only and first, actually, of the fourth wall breaking Twilight Zone episodes. Which is pretty unique, you know, where you can kind of just see them basically recording the episode, you know, like a behi- it's like a behind the scenes kind of thing where it's like, okay, Jordan Peele's actually inside the show. Seth Rogen is in the show. Zazie Beats is the fucking actual um, main star when you think she's just like the side character and she even thinks she's a side character because she's like, yo, I'm just a writer, you know, and she's like, yo, this shit ain't even about me, you know, and then... You know, like she's basically being followed by this shadow look, you know, the shadow man, blurry man, who's in like backs, backs, um, behind the scenes pictures and, you know, like just, just there. And, um, I don't really know. I don't know. I guess, I guess the, the point of the story was, you know, she's needed for a higher calling and she realized that she's in an episode of the Twilight Zone and, I don't know. It's it's this is one of those episodes where I'm just like, okay, like, okay, maybe you guys kind of ran out of a little steam here, but I mean, I can understand why people would like this episode, but this was one of those where I'm just like, okay, it's a little. Um, yeah, I wasn't a hundred percent sure about what the message was in that. Like the overall message. I think it was. Um, I think it was like just be. You know, like you never know what you're needed for. You never really know what your for your purpose is. You know, don't doubt who you are. That kind of thing. You know, because I guess you know, because the girl she was just like a nobody, but then you know, towards the end of the movie, she was she went to another fucking dimension or whatever with the the narrator from the first Twilight Zone, Ron Serling. <laughs> yeah, but I guess. What I somewhat picked up from this one was maybe facing your fears, I guess. Um, Which, I mean, I guess to piggyback off of that. But, I mean, I guess it's like, you know, face your fears. But but also not being afraid to uh, want to know what your fears are. You know, like, um, you know, just accepting that you have them. Mm. And... You know, just being like, okay, you know what? I guess this is something I got to see in myself or um, I got to face this even if I don't want to or I want to ignore it. You know, uh, I don't know. I guess that's a little bit what I got from that one. Yeah. I mean, 
it is what it is. I mean, they're all kind of hit and miss. I mean, it's not the, I mean, you know, looking back on it, it's not the greatest. I mean, it's in comparison to Black Mirror in a way. You know, like, I guess those two would be the best way I can compare them, but it's like kind of like Black Mirror Light when Black Mirror is a lot more darker, you know, like, I don't know. Like, I guess they're just on two different levels. What would you think? Um, yeah. I I see how it's Black Mirror-ish, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, like, it's very okay. similar, I guess, like, the thought processes that go into making them. Uh, yeah. And I think with Black Mirror, is I don't know, I could be wrong, but I'm thinking that maybe they are more original thoughts. You yeah. know, like, these, these, this, I mean, Twilight Zone obviously was back in the 50s and 60s or whatever, but, but I mean, like, this newer Jordan Peele season is a lot based on ones that were already, you know, it's just, like, remakes of them. But, um, but the Black Mirror I like because it's, like, I think original stuff. You know, like the original Twilight Zones, I guess. But I could be wrong. I don't know, to be honest. I think maybe we should look that up. Yeah, I mean, see, (laughs) you know, um, maybe. But while you're doing that, I'm gonna start out with the episode one, season no episode two, season one. Uh, damn it, season two, episode one of the Twilight Zone, which is the first episode, which. I was like, okay, because this was actually the first episode that I've actually seen, like from the new Twilight Zone, which was like, I was like, huh, interesting. So this one basically, which um, which is titled "Who Are You?" Wait a minute, dang. where is it? Snap, I lost it. I lost the page. So it's basically titled "Who Are You?" and it's um, kind of like this weird telepathy, telepath, thick kind of genre like of like two people who have like this weird brain link and you know they end up having like some type of like pseudo relationship where it's like they're just in each other's heads all day and you know they're talking to each other but there's a twist at the end where you know there's a guy who's like hey man I'm fucking wanting to see you I want to I want us to be together and you know the girl maybe you know she wants to be with him maybe she doesn't spoiler alert she doesn't she uses him <laughs> um, you know like and yeah. this one like really like i was like oh shit this is this is deep you know like oh it's pretty crazy where it's just like hey I'm sorry. like hey you can't shut can't believe every voice in your head you know you can choose not to act on it and all this other stuff where i'm just like huh interesting it has a lot of um yeah, those beats was crazy, you know, like, and I don't know, I definitely enjoyed this episode. What do you think about it? Yeah, I think of this season, that was probably one of my favorite episodes. Um, yeah, because I didn't really care too much about a lot of these other ones. Well, let's see if it changes your mind, because I mean, I don't know, like, I think there's another, there's one in here that I really liked, and I think we're going to get to it in just a bit. Um, so before that, we got episode two called Downtime, which is basically, we're in a simulation. That's it. <laughs> right? Yeah, and she, the lady, you know, she doesn't realize it, and everyone starts acting weird. And somehow her little chip inside of her is busted and it's not working properly. So, yeah, and then um, she finds out and everyone else is just 
acting all strange and shit. I don't know. Yeah, basically don't know. like it some weird. It was not like my favorite one. Yeah, it was basically like some. Oh man, like there's a glitch in the system where you know, like the person, you know, you're like a basically controlling an avatar of a person, and oh no, the person that you were that was controlling you just suffered a heart attack and died. What happens now? And it just kind of just shows like some the weird, the weird ways of tech support. You know, where it's just showing like, hey man, this shit's not a perfect system, but shit, we try we're trying, you know, hey, we don't have we have a bunch of different methods of doing it, but shit, I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. It was it was pretty cool. Like it wasn't the best, wasn't the worst. It was kind of just a mundane episode where it's just like, okay, it's whatever. Um so this next episode was probably one of my favorites. I think might be my my favorite though. It's called Who Are You? The who of you? Damn it. <laughs> Episode yes. three. The who of yeah. you. Yeah. No, this one was pretty good, too. It was like, really like, whoa. This shit was fuck? trippy, especially towards the end. Like, yeah. I, I would... Yeah, I was gonna be like, you shouldn't spoil it, but fuck it, we're gonna spoil it. We're so spoil basically, the shit out of this one. Get ready. <laughs> so basically, like, this is actor who's like, a, you know, he he can't get work, he can't find a job or whatever the case is, and he's living with his girlfriend, but um, his girlfriend doesn't love him or some shit, and you know he's like falling on tough times. His life get lights get turned out, and he ends up robbing a bank. Um, he goes all the way through with it and then he looks at somebody in his face in the face and like he looks at this woman in the eyes and suddenly they just switch souls similar to Dragon Ball Z with Captain Ginyu or Freaky Friday or any other body switching movie (laughs) you can think of like Fire Like Sun vice versa yeah oh my god I had one good example and you hit me with all these I'm like whew well I'm gonna say face off no no Um, no (laughs) (laughs) or what's the other one not the parent trap is it no 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 they just pretend yeah they're just they're, they they're just, just pretend that's just like it lazy. takes two um, but, yeah no like Freaky <laughs> Friday that oh there's another one but I forgot the name of it but yeah anyways um, oh shoot you know, you know, okay but anyway yeah go ahead so. but yeah so he ends up just basically <laughs> body sw- figuring out that he has this ability to body swap and he ends up like seeing a psychic and he's like taking over it's like some other dude's body and stuff like that and he's like yo i like this body i'm a, i don't want to fucking go back to the old me but basically like you know okay the wait who- but before that though see the thing is is that when he robbed the bank you know they they had caught him so he swapped bodies with the bank teller mm-hmm. right and then he's like oh shit now that he's the bank teller he could take the money and then the guy that's standing at the fucking bank robbing it gets arrested, but it's not him anymore. Yeah, it's the old it's lady. It's the lady, the bank teller lady. So they're so now she's essentially getting arrested. And so every time he would get caught, they would almost catch who, whoever he was at that time with the money. He would just swap with that person and keep going and, you know, just keep getting away every time somebody yeah. would almost catch him. It was good. So. Like, I really liked it because it just showed, like, especially when he got a hold of it, like a good hold on his powers, like where he figured out what yeah. he could actually do. He's like, yo, he's just boom, 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 like just like switching out and swapping out. And it's crazy because the person he switches with, it's kind of just comes off like in his original body. Like, it just seems... Like, when he's talking to the police, like, he has, like, some type of multiple personality disorder. Because mm-hmm. the police like, oh, God, who are you now? Because it's like, yo, it's like, yo, what the fuck am I? And at one point, he, like, switches with, like, a little kid. 
And I don't know, I just love that part. Like, that shit was so funny. It's like, I want my mommy. Yeah. It's just like, What's going on? Why are you got me with these bracelets on? <laughs> you know, and then towards the very end, you know, it turns out a very bad, a very, very, very oh, ironic shit. twist with uh, when basically the cop that's um, hunting him down figured, you know, ends up finding him. And then the main character just ends up switching bodies with the cop. He ends up going back to his girlfriend's house only to discover that the cop was actually having having sex with fucking his girlfriend. And now he's basically living in the soul in the he's living in the body of the man who's his girlfriend's cheating on his original body with. Mm -hmm. And that is crazy. (laughs) I don't know if I even said that right or explained it right, but I don't want to repeat it again. But it was it was insane. Like I was like, holy shit, this is fucking crazy. It was. um... Yeah, that definitely was probably one of the best twists. I think with a lot of these that we watched, yeah, that because. one had the, the ending had like the best twist to it. Like, oh shit! Yeah, it's like now what? Like, oh man, you're gonna be happy with your life, and he's like, yeah, fuck it, I guess I'm this guy now. And what's even crazier is like the fact that the cop is him. So it's like they just, yeah. oh my god, like that is crazy. What I find even weirder is the fact that like he never, how did he not look someone in the eyes anymore? What kind of eye? If you're going to be an actor, isn't that like your thing? You know, like, yeah. I guess he just had to give up his career then. If he wanted to really be with this girl that was cheating on him. He's going to be like voice acting or some shit. You know? Yeah, like, he might just have to do that because I, I know. Like, imagine if they made that just that episode into a movie. You know, I think we could steal it. We could probably make it our own movie. <laughs> I think that would if they call it eye contact. <laughs> but with the eye like iPhone like iRobot <laughs> um, so, yo robot yeah so we got the next episode which I honestly wasn't a fan of it was kind of like I was like okay it's called Ovation it basically deals with the consequences of being rich and famous or famous you know where people don't care who you are what you have to say they just think and see you as this one it's this object of a celebrity and I'm like oh, okay and then it's like, oh, being a celebrity is a curse. You don't want to be a celebrity anymore. But when someone else steals your limelight, maybe you want to come back. So it's like some weird narcissistic game or whatever. I mean, I don't know. I didn't really like it that much. I didn't care for this one too much either. But I did, you know, it was one of those things where, okay, I mean, this is just what it is. You know, this is what is actually happening in our world this is how people look at celebrities oh you can be stupid you don't even know you don't even have to know how to sing or you know do anything that's of any talent and people are just gonna like you because maybe the way you dress or the way you look or Or who's representing you or the brand you're under yeah it's just that's pretty much just what it is i liked it for that reason um you know, I think the message was pretty good if you can see it. You know, if you can find find out what what they're actually saying. You know, it's yeah. just hashtag guitars in parks and weird <laughs> shit. Um, but this episode, this next episode, was actually one of my another one of my favorites in this season. It's called Among the Untrodden, which deals with this girl who has superpowers. <laughs> you know, like like I don't know, like I really like this episode because it was like. First off, you didn't know who the main character was. You know, you maybe thought it was like 
I mean, you've seen two. You had two main characters in the show in the in this episode, but you know who you thought was the main character maybe wasn't the main character. So it deals with this um, girl named. Is her name Mary? Madison. No, Madison was the, Irene. Yeah, Irene, the blonde chick, and she is a new a new girl at the school, and she's, um, you know, doing this science project or whatever that deals with, you know, people getting. Um, questions right or wrong and this girl named Madison who's like this bully you know is um, you know talking to Irene like hey I don't fucking care about your test and then Irene's like hey it's not fucking statistically possible for you to get a hundred questions wrong you at least have to get some right it's like you did this shit on purpose and then the girl girl Madison's like fuck you I don't care but you know, she's like putting on for her friends, you know, like just like, oh, I don't I'm, I don't care about your loser thing. And, you know, um, it just turned, you know, like in later on throughout the show and episode, you feel figure out that Madison has powers, but maybe so does Irene. But then twist again. Maybe one of the their power. Mad- OK, fuck it. Twist Madison, main character. It has the power to create, conjure up people and things. And she conjured up the girl Irene, which is, you know, one of her superpowers. And and basically, their conjurations only last for as long as, you know, the purpose is served. As soon as this person served their purpose, the um, conjurations um, leap. Let's say Lonnie. Jeez, I could laugh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, this. Like long story short, you know, like the girl Madison want only wanted to have a friend, and she wanted to have a friend with Irene. And once Irene was created, and they wanted to establish friendship, then you know, um, Irene disappeared. It was a good show. It was a good. It was really good because yeah. So basically, Madison not only had psychic powers, but she was psychotic. You know. Yeah, because it was because, like schizophrenic or some shit. Yeah, because like, she was yeah. like creating this alternate this person. Irene person so that she can say oh yeah look at I have a real friend you know because apparently the, the friends that she thought she had weren't really friends you know and so she wanted to have a real friend so she made Irene yeah it was good like and it also just shows like you know it's like okay who are you because you know at one point in that show like the girl Irene falls off a building and then Madison's like yo what the fuck and then she's like, yo, you saved me. I'm alive. <laughs> she was like, you saved me. She was like, no, fucking Irene, do you have fucking powers? You have powers too? And then Madison's like, she, and then Irene's like, no, I don't have powers. What are you talking about? And then the whole time, you know, Madison created Irene. So it's like, it's like a weird twist. But I, I really enjoyed this episode. It was great. Let's see. What about you? That's it? Any, thought, any final thoughts on that one? No. Okay, fine. <laughs> um, this next episode was a short, one of the shorter episodes. This one was called Eight. Basically, just a group of scientists, you know, who get killed by an octopus. <laughs> yeah, very smart octopus because oh, they're just so smart. And uh, that's it. So we'll go to the next one. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> The next one. No spoilers there. It's called a human face. (laughs) Yeah, this next one called a human face, which Uh, is about an alien disguising to be a people, someone's daughter. 
and um, message in this one is it doesn't matter who you are it just matters who you are <laughs> because this shit um, is weird it's like I don't know, this was one of those where I didn't get the message as well because like it didn't make sense at one point because it's just like the 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 guy in the this show wanted to he was like yo this isn't our daughter but the 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 lady in the show was like yo this is our daughter yeah because I guess the daughter died and then daughter like this alien or something came back as the daughter looking like the daughter but it was not her and they made it very clear that it wasn't her right. but she did read all of her journals and read all of her you know like watched all of her videos or you know some weird shit like that you know maybe it is her daughter because it doesn't matter what body you're in as long as hey if you can read what someone wrote down you can feel what they feel i guess that's yeah but then you would catch this daughter look-alike you know with some crazy looking slug looking whatever the hell that shit was i don't even know what it looked like but she's just chomping on tables and stuff and with her big ass teeth you know and and then her the lady the mom is like oh that's our daughter you know and i just think it's i don't know it's like you want something so bad and you can't just lose all logic just yeah. because you know you want this one thing to be real and true so bad yeah, you know it's just like give me something to believe in you know like i don't care if it's fake i just need something to believe in yeah that's pretty much i think what the message was there you know and and it's like well hey just because it looks like your daughter it sounds like your daughter well doesn't mean it is it doesn't mean it's something that you want to be around or have around because it's it's not your daughter you know it's not real so yeah i think that's pretty much it yeah um we got let's see we got three more episodes and honestly oh they were cool so the first episode would be i mean the next one would be a small town which, episode eight episode eight small town which is oh man <laughs> Basically, this man, this guy discovers a model of his own town and says, "Hey, I can fucking make, I can make this into." Okay, she's so loud. It's basically just like, "Hey, I can make this into a, I can make this town." Apparently, this town. I'm sorry, this town is a um, an actual model of my town, and apparently, it's whatever I do to this little toy. It does to the town outside, and this guy, you know, chooses to make the world better or worse, depending on how you look at it. Does he use it for his own personal gain, or does he care about the town? Who knows? Um, well, at first he did it for because he cared because his wife was the mayor and she died, and so some asshole guy became mayor and he wasn't doing shit, and so uh, the the husband of the deceased. Mayor wife. <laughs> <laughs> woman, um, woman lawyer. Whatever um, she is. So, you know, he felt a responsibility to to do the right thing for the town because this new guy wasn't doing it. And so when he found that little model up in the attic in the church or wherever it was, and he realized that, oh shit, like if I'm if I put spray water on this thing it starts raining outside like what the fuck's going on you know and he's like what and it's literally just this this uh, exact image of everything that he in the town he lives 
And so, you know, he, I think that's how it started, though, was that he did want to do right by the town, but then he started seeing how the, the shitty mayor, the new mayor guy was, you know, everyone was giving him credit for everything that was being fixed. Yeah, and he didn't like it. He was just like, yo, man. And then he won his revenge. He put little spiders inside the town. He had them, like, the, made it seem like the mayor was going crazy. And I don't know. If it was, honestly, in that situation, if it was me, I would just, I, would, I don't know, I would probably kill the mayor. Like, I would be like, yo, fuck this guy. This guy's ain't no good. He's he just making the town worse. Everyone knows it. Fuck him. And he's taking credit for this shit. He's just a terrible person. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so let's see. Two more episodes. Um, uh, the next one is called Try Try Try. Oh, be honest, I lost the page. Tell me what Try Try is about, baby. Okay, so this was the one where with uh, Eddie Brock. Oh yeah, with the uh, time loop. Yeah. I really, really want to watch this episode again. Because this one is, yeah. like Topher this Grace. Topher Grace. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Tofu Grace. <laughs> Kong Food Grace. <laughs> um, Nancy Grace. Um, so this one is, let's see, it's about a woman named Claudia. And she is in a time loop. Well, she's on her way to a museum. And she meets this one guy named Mark with a C. It's very important you remember that part because... This guy, apparently Mark with the C, has a very special talent where he repeats the same day over and over. And he has his sights set on this one girl named Claudia. Claudia has no idea what's going on. But this guy, um, Mark, he basically repeated everything in this entire show. I mean, every he basically, um, um, what was it? What was it? What was it? What was it? He basically had repeated the same day so many times that he planned out every step of the day. So that way, when he finally meets Claudia, he's um, interacting very... He's like, this girl. So basically, I don't know, I'm rambling a little bit. I don't know. He's basically has, like, control this whole day, and he's, like, manipulating this girl into, like, having hurt feelings for him because he repeated it. He repeat he did this thing for so many times. Like he kinda of perfected it. Like had the perfect perfect day planned out where he like he meet this girl, you know, he talks some facts with her, he makes her laugh, you know, and then he gets her to fall in love. But it doesn't come out that way because he turns out to be a dick because apparently he thinks that he's not doing wrong, anything wrong or whatever the case is and he's like <laughs> At one point, threatens to kill her, and she fucking punches him in the face like seven times. And it's, I don't know. It's really good because it just shows like, hey, the fuck, like you're not in charge. You're like, I don't know. Yeah, well, you know, he thought. I guess he didn't plan it out that good. But then that was the thing. She, he told her how he knew all these things because she was like, how do you know all this stuff? How come you know everything that's gonna happen? Or you know, and he explained it to her, and she's like, what the fuck? Like, you sound insane. And so then he got all pissed off because she kind of, you know, rejected him and shit. So he acted like a little fuckboy. So, yeah, you he know, was he, like a little he, bitch. he couldn't even handle the rejection. So he was just like, all right, fuck it. How about I just go ahead and do this to you or do that to you? I'll do what I want because tomorrow I'll be able to matter. just come back and do it all over again. You know, so if it doesn't work out the way I want it, you know, I'll just come back and try again. Yeah, cause so. it, and it's funny because it, it just shows like his personality throughout the entire episode where it's like he just starts out as this like funny guy who's charming and stuff like that but he's like he's a little odd and stuff but you know it's like okay what's wrong with this guy but then as the episode goes on he's just 
he's kind of like just gets a little cocky with what he's saying and arrogant where it's just like oh yeah you know i can basically do whatever i want it's it's all good you know it's it's fine you know this is what it is i you know, I, I can catch water bottles and pick up gum and you know make sure that security guards don't see me and you know it's all this weird shit and you're kind of like figuring out like what what is this guy like is he good is he bad and then you see the twist do 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 yeah. Yeah. But That's I, it. I liked it. Ten out of ten for that episode. In the last episode, honestly, I didn't like honestly I didn't even understand it. It has something to do with commercials. It's called You Might Like and it's like it deals with like it's it's a very commercial centric setup of how the show's put together and there's aliens involved and hive minds and eggs and it's it's I, I it's very odd. Yeah, it's very strange. I'm sure if I watch yeah. it again, probably won't. But I'm sure if I, I watch it again, I did not like this one. Yeah, it was weird. I didn't even get. I don't know. I didn't. I kind of stopped paying attention to it, so I, I probably could have picked out what the the message was. I mean, I guess it's like maybe this one. It's you know wanting something so bad that you'll do anything for it you know and you don't think about the consequences maybe that could be the message but i didn't really pay too much attention because it was just like what the fuck is this yeah it was uh, it was strange i didn't care i didn't care for it to be honest but and what that's what it is you know every no tv show is perfect except for breaking bad number one show in the world but you know no tv <laughs> not yeah not, Fixing good. El Camino. <laughs> yeah, perfect show. Sharing perfect the movies. Together. together. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's our song. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, like, but no TV show is perfect, especially one that has, like, this kind of setup where basically every episode is its own standalone thing. So you can't really expect them all to be perfect. And I honestly wouldn't. Of course, there's going to be some bad ones. They're going to take some risks. They're going to experiment with some. They might fail with some. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, hey, there's something out there for everybody, and I think that's what really matters. Um, so that's been the show, baby. That wasn't too bad. It's a long, bang, probably the longest show we ever did. It's an hour so far, 13 minutes. But that's all good. Um, let them know where they can find us, baby. Why don't you let them know? Alrighty. So if you guys want to get in contact with us any way, shape, or form, send us emails. Let us know how we're doing. Let us just say what's up. If anything, you can also you can just um shoot us an email at filmwiththefam at gmail.com you can also feel free to leave a review on any of the podcast sites that we are listening to this on it's really easy drug Give- free <laughs> okay, <go>. it's real <laughs> easy feel free, feel free to leave a, a review drop some stars five stars yeah, two stars whatever just question. let us know if you're there that's all good we got a patreon we got patreon.com slash filmwiththefam we have letterbox as well at filmwiththefam um, what else am I missing? Um, yeah, um, I was very aware that we were um, experiencing some technical difficulties with our previous two recordings of the Hunt and the Better Call Saw episode. Oh man, this kid's getting louder and louder. Um, but um, we had some technical difficulties with that, but we fixed the program, so things should be running a lot more smoother. Thank you for listening. Thank you for also understanding. Um, thank yeah. you. Yeah, so that's if been... If you listen, thank you for your support. Yeah, let us know about baby goats. You know, let us know about everything that airs to know about tomatoes, plants, strawberries, whatever it is. Hey, we're down to talk about it. 
Um, yeah, so that's been the show for this week. Next week, we'll probably, we'll definitely get back to watching more movies. I mean, what, The Old Guard? I don't know. That's been a popular movie. I mean, we might watch it. But, yeah, until then, we don't really know. But, hey, my name has been Gerald. And my name is Jamie. And that is Leilani in the background. We're about to have some family time. So, yeah. Bye.